Welcome back to the Unfortunate Sandwich Podcast. My name is Isami, and before I dive into today's episode, just wanted to let you know that we now have our own dedicated Instagram account, The Unfortunate Sandwich. You can always follow me over at Mental Health Isami. That's where most of my personal stuff is going to go, but anything specific to this podcast is now over on The Unfortunate Sandwich. Today's episode is definitely coming with a trigger warning as we are going to be talking about trauma, abuse, and addiction. Please also keep in mind that I am not a licensed mental health professional. I do have a bachelor's in psychology or an interdisciplinary study degree in psychology, as well as my CPC coaching certification. However, that does not make me a licensed therapist. Everything I'm sharing with you in the show is either something I learned from therapy, something from my studies, or something I've personally experienced. In today's episode, I want to share with you something that I actually learned in therapy. It's actually an addiction that a lot of people have that I don't think people realize is a real thing. What I mean by that is when I tell you what I'm talking about, you're going to be like, eh, you know, I don't really know if I would consider that an addiction. I'll explain why as we discuss more throughout the episode, but it's probably going to catch you off guard if you've never heard of this before. Did you know that you can be addicted to your own stress hormones? Yeah, you can literally create something in your own body that you are addicted to. That sounds pretty crazy, I know, but this is something that's actually been proven by science, and that is your body can be addicted to a stress hormone called cortisol. If you're not sure what cortisol is, it's basically the hormone, a stress hormone, that gives you that fight or flight response. Say you were being chased by a bear. Your adrenaline would spike, your cortisol would spike, your entire body and existence would be telling you to run for your life. So that's the stress hormone that's produced when you are in immediate danger. That is called cortisol, the stress hormone. Unfortunately, what can happen a lot of times is if you've grown up in unsafe situations, if you know my story, I did grow up in an abusive household, and unfortunately a lot of us did, or perhaps we've survived other relationships that were very toxic, very unhealthy, and you were in dangerous situations quite often. What can then happen is your cortisol levels in your body, or the way that your body produces cortisol, can get hijacked. And this happens a lot of times with people who are in traumatic situations as children. A consistent type of traumatic experiences can cause your brain to go a little haywire. It's also not uncommon for someone to grow up and then be in a healthy relationship and wonder when the other shoe is going to drop. You have that consistent fear Like something inside of you is always on fight or flight mode. Something inside of you is always telling you that things are going to get bad. This is quite common with those who have experienced abuse as children. It's something that I've noticed in myself. And in fact, when I started going to therapy a few years ago, it was something that my therapist and I talked about. See, I didn't realize that being addicted to your own body's chemical was a thing. And I had consistently put myself in situations that were unhealthy. They didn't have to be violent, but unhealthy as an adult 
because I thought they were normal. And something inside of me felt safe whenever I was in stressful situations. I could never really understand or make reason as to why I would do that. But once I started therapy, everything started to make sense when she explained to me what was going on. See, what was happening was when I was a child and I experienced all of that abuse and grew up in a very dysfunctional household, I was constantly under stress. My cortisol was consistently spiked and that was my normal. That was my home environment. So growing up, in that situation and then becoming an adult and transitioning over to a life that wasn't that way, my mind and my body would keep telling me something was wrong. So maybe I would put myself in stressful situations. I would take on way too much more work than I was intended to take on. For some people, it's inserting themselves in unhealthy situations where they get in between people in a toxic relationship. Sometimes that can happen too as well. But there's a part of you that is consistently putting yourself in situations that are stressful and unhealthy and you might not know why you do it, a lot of times this is why. Your body is looking for that stress hormone and then subconsciously attracting things into your life that would then promote that hormone despite. When I started evaluating my thought process, the way I had been handling situations in life, my body was addicted to cortisol I started handling things a lot differently. I started actually stopping and thinking before I volunteered for something. I actually started to stop and think before I decided I would take on a workload that I already knew I couldn't handle. See, before I would make these jokes like, oh, I work well under stressful situations. I need stress for me to thrive. I need stress for me to bring the best out of myself. But in reality, I needed that stress because I was addicted to that stress. Uncomfortable thing to admit, but realizing that has saved me so much stress, not to be redundant, but it really has saved me so much of that. I also started reevaluating the relationships that I was in, whether it was friendships that were unhealthy or relationships with family members even. That type of behavior, that type of mindset, that shift allowed me to be honest with what was really going on in my life. This may be really uncomfortable to hear, but at some point in your life, if you are looking at everything and you're noticing a pattern, whether it's you're constantly in everyone's business and you need some sort of drama to the point where it's toxic, unhealthy, and consuming and all controlling over your life, there may be something you should take a look at and that is that cortisol addiction. There may be a part of your brain that will not be satisfied until there is drama in your life. Therefore, you either create it or you look for it. And that is so unhealthy, but it happens to the best of us. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're not smart. It just means there's a part of you that is looking for something that should not be part of your daily routine. But because you were taught as a child or a young person that that was normal, you are looking for what you think and your brain thinks is normal. This was also another reason why I had such a hard time setting boundaries. Not everyone's gonna be this way, but just from my personal thought process and and the way things were going, I realized that I was having such a hard time 
not necessarily just cutting off people because sometimes it doesn't even require that. It just sometimes it's just a matter of stop sticking your nose in people's business. I also had to be brutally honest about the relationships in my life or the things that I would allow to continue. And I I want to tread very carefully when I say that. There are some things that are going to happen to you that you have no control over, okay? If somebody hurt you as a child, that was not your fault. If somebody took advantage of you, that was not your fault. That is not what I'm saying here. If you are a victim of abuse, none of that is your fault, okay? That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that any of that responsibility was on you. What I am saying, though, is there are times that we allow ourselves to stay in relationships, to stay in situations, to give an ear to our coworkers' drama that just really has nothing to do with us because something inside of us needs that. Trust me, it was the most uncomfortable thing to have to admit that to myself. I don't think there's anyone in this world that wants to admit that they are addicted to drama, that their brain needs cortisol to function. No one wants to admit that. It's uncomfortable. But I promise you, if you take two seconds to evaluate your current situations in your life, ask yourself, why have I not put these boundaries there? I understand confidence can be a thing too. I've been there too as well. But why am I attracted to these types of situations? Take a long, hard look at what's really going on. And that may not be the only reason, but you may slightly find that you are in consistent need of this stress hormone called cortisol. Before I started therapy, anytime life became peaceful, I needed something to stress me out. Whether it was taking on far too much work, overcommitting to things that I knew I like 100% knew it couldn't do, or would have absolutely no sleep doing. Something inside of me got this thrill out of doing that to the point where it was very unhealthy. It was messing with my mental peace. It was messing with my relationships that were healthy. I think part of it also too was, we're just going to get really personal for a second, but was my upbringing. There was this phrase that my mom would always say. She would say, idle hands are the devil's workshop. It's actually not biblical (laughs) at all. You'll see multiple times in Jesus' life where he went away to be alone, to be in silence, to rest, be away from the crowd, so that way he could recharge and then come back to serving people. There were multiple times Jesus went away to be alone. He didn't bring a sermon script he had to rewrite with him. He didn't bring a bunch of sick kids with him to heal No, he went out alone to be alone, to be in peace. So the idea that idle hands are the devil's workshop, this mentality that we constantly have to stay busy in order to be godly is absolutely false and quite dangerous, actually. So growing up in an abusive household and then being taught this philosophy, I was basically conditioning my body to think that any type of stillness was wrong or unsafe. I think also, too, as someone who has PTSD, I was diagnosed in 2018, I really struggle with sitting still because memories start flooding back. And that's something that we had to work through, too, as well. I realized that I would often put myself in very busy situations because I was afraid of thinking. 
the the memories were just so unbearably painful that I had to consistently hijack my thinking and not have any time between thoughts. And I think that's why I didn't notice all of the trauma, all these traumatic memories too much until after I started working a somewhat normal job. So if you listen to our previous episode, you'll know that I went to counseling for anger and that didn't really start until after I quit my flight attendant job. So I was working retail and then all this stuff started flooding back. These memories, uh, things that I had thought I'd, things that I had thought I'd forgotten, if that makes any sense at all, but things that I had tried to forget that I didn't even realize I was trying to forget. I had pushed these things so far down into my subconscious that I, I didn't want to remember them and hoped that they would stay there. And I think that's also another reason why I was so addicted to being busy, to being stressed out all the time, was because if you're on fight or flight mode, um, you don't really have time to be logical. You don't have time to go to that part of your brain that recalls things, has memories, can think through things logically, process things out. You're not really using that side of your brain. You're just using the fight or flight instinct, which is run bear coming. So that's literally how I was living my life. It was on this switch all the time where I was running, consistently running. So if you're running from a bear, you aren't exactly thinking about how you're going to invest in your future, uh, how you're going to better yourself and your relationships. You're not really thinking about that when you're running from a bear. So that's exactly how I was living my life for so many years was just this fight or flight mode, consistent high spike in cortisol, this adrenaline rush all day long. And it was so unhealthy, so unhealthy. And it wasn't until I stopped flying that there was time for my brain to breathe, for me to think and actually be able to remember things and basically forcing my brain and body to process the trauma that I had been through. I'm not saying being a flight attendant is a bad job at all. I learned so much from it and would not regret a day at all of the things that I experienced. But if I'm honest with myself, I know for a fact that there were days where I purposefully did not rest. There were days that I would just literally get off a plane after working a 15, 16 hour shift know that I had an allotted time to sleep, rest, and take care of myself and brush my teeth and would maybe use three hours that night to rest on purpose and wake up the next day and serve another 15, 16 hour shift. There is no way that is healthy for you. There's no time for you to think logically. So what would I do during those times I wasn't sleeping? I would go out and have an adventure. I'd literally walk everywhere. I would probably walk like eight miles every single layover. I'm not even kidding you. I I literally walked everywhere I went and I had fun. I loved it. I vlogged a lot of this stuff. I met a lot of people and I really enjoyed it. And I wouldn't regret the traveling, but the amount of times that I consciously knew that I needed sleep but refused to sleep, looking back, I realized it, it was my way of not wanting to really deal with anything. And years later, after going to therapy, I realized this is something that I really, really struggle with, even now. Maybe you know a friend who is constantly asking themselves, why am I always in relationships where they're healthy, but I'm waiting for the shoe to drop? Or why am I attracted to unhealthy people? Or why do I always put myself in stressful situations? 
Why do I always feel the need to gravitate towards somebody else's drama, somebody else's stress? What is up with that? They may be able to relate to this episode. Either way, I'm really glad that you were here to listen to this episode, and I hope to see you in another episode coming up next week. I do create these podcasts on a weekly basis. Every Tuesday is when they get uploaded, so you should be hearing again from me next Tuesday. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, you can always go back into the archives, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I believe we're on Google Podcasts as well. You can listen however you want to, and they are all there for you. This is our 13th episode, so if this is the first one you're listening to, we do have 12. I say we like we're a whole team. It's just me and you guys, so I guess it is we, huh? Um, But (laughs) there are 12 other episodes for you to listen to. If you would like to listen through those, feel free to always email me, theunfortunatesandwich at gmail.com, and I will see you in another episode next week.